Hello and welcome to another episode of Offbeat Grad. Today I have a special guest, which is exciting because we've had so many solo episodes recently. And while I love talking to myself, it's also nice to talk to a real person. So I'm talking to Sensi of TheMetamorphoses.net and she is a new college blogger who is actually still in college. And I don't think I've talked to another blogger on this podcast who's still in college. So she's got a lot of advice for balancing college and writing. And also she has a lot of great Pinterest tips and we talk about our Pinterest strategy and how much Tailwind frustrates us and so on. So let's just jump into it. So if you could start by introducing yourself, just who you are, what your blog's about, all that good stuff. So I'm Sensi and I'm the author at The Metamorphosis where I blog about the journey from college to life pretty much. And that includes tips for college, personal growth, and basically the struggles that come along with adulting. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) There's a good good need for that, uh, for sure. So when did you start blogging? So I actually started blogging in 2011, but that's a completely different story. I was 14. Oh my gosh, me too. I I have a cringy blog too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was just honestly terrible. Like I looked back on it because it's still up. It's just private. And I was like, what was I thinking? Oh my gosh. I did the same thing. I started mine in middle school. So I really just want to die when I think about it. It's so (laughs) bad. Luckily, the website I built it on doesn't exist anymore. So like this is a miracle that I can never see it. (laughs) But I can, you can go back on like the Wayback Machine and like really Mm -hmm. look it up. And I have found it. And the things that I have written, like, I don't even know. Like, what was I thinking? Who was I? Like, I I hate it. Exactly. Yeah, (laughs) I, I thought... I was a journalist at the time. I was writing reviews about iCarly and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, I used to write about Twilight like crazy. (laughs) And it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. (laughs) It's just like haunting me. It was a terrible time, to be honest. I feel like nobody at that time when we were like 14 knew that blogging was going to be a thing. So we were just like doing whatever. We were like, this is fun. Ha ha ha. And now look what we've done. Now it's like you just hope that it never resurfaces. <laughs> it's best to delete it. I, I exactly. I think I've I still have my old blog posts from when I first started, but they're not so cringy, so I leave them. But anything about my personal life, it's gone. Like I would talk about yeah, me too. very personal things like publicly. <laughs> I don't know why it was problematic. So thankfully that didn't yeah. last. But when did you transition from like writing iCarly reviews? to writing like actual content so I started my blog the one I have now I started that one I think at the end of 2016 Mm -hmm. but it it was it started off as a diary and I just thought I, I decided to publish it in July of this year so for the longest while it was just a diary of mm-hmm. like my days and stuff like that and then I decided, I realized that, so initially I thought that people would just be able to relate to me and they would find my blog somehow and they'd subscribe and it would just blow up. We all have this belief. I know, but after I realized that I was pretty much the only person viewing my blog, I decided to do some research and I realized that you have to write content that actually helps people because nobody actually cares about your personal life. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) they really don't it's so sad (laughs) yeah so I transitioned into that and 
I had a lot of posts about personal growth and stuff like that. And then I decided to add college to that because that kind of felt natural to me because I'm in college. Yeah. So I added college and then I realized that there were so many other college blogs out there. And I was doing research trying to get tips and advice for post-grad life, basically. Mm -hmm. And I realized that there wasn't a lot of blogs blogging about that specifically. At least I didn't find it. It was just a lot of, like, college tips. Yeah. So I decided to make my blog about that. And I haven't really branched out into the adulting part too much yet because I'm still in college. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's more like a journey. So when, as I'm learning things along the way, I want to help current college students after they graduate college, basically. Yeah, I think that's smart because you're right. It is super oversaturated right now yeah. in the college niche. Like when I started, it was a little before you, but like not much. I started in 2015 and there were only a few. And I think that's 100% the reason why I had so much success. <laughs> like I know it is because nowadays it's so much harder. So I think that's smart yeah. to give it to post-grad. Plus then you have this issue where you only blog about college and then you, yeah. you graduate and you're like, should I keep talking about college? Like I tried to for a long time and it felt unnatural because it's hard yeah. to like talk about something that's not really happening to you. So that'll definitely help you make a transition. Yes, yeah, so I completely agree. And the funny thing is, I actually only realized this about, I think, last month. So for me, it was like, I'm just going to blog about writing next semester, which is well, pretty much in May. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be writing about study tips and stuff like that after I graduate, because that would seem very unnatural. So I decided to make it about the transition, basically, and then try to help post-grad students afterwards when I make the transition myself yeah that makes more sense and so you're graduating this is like your last semester coming up yeah all right yeah oh, that's exciting so what are you going to do after college well the funny thing is I'm actually in school studying accounting right now oh my gosh so right that's the opposite so, of me yeah I signed <laughs> a contract already so I have a job lined up for after college oh, you're so. so smart oh my gosh yeah <laughs> That's so smart. <laughs> so, I I mean, I pretty much wanted to do that since my sophomore year. I wanted to work for that company. And I got the offer after my internship this past summer. But then I decided to take blogging seriously a few months ago. So, I honestly think I'm probably not going to stop blogging. It's going to be a side hustle and then eventually I want to yeah. turn it into my own business that's a good plan I think yeah definitely do accounting you're gonna do much better with that <laughs> um <laughs> that's a good deal well that's cool so now you're you have like a unique perspective on the post-grad experience then um yeah I was unemployed for a good period of time <laughs> it's definitely different when you have to blog like because you need to pay rent but um, yeah but that's great so that's exciting well that's definitely different. I studied English, so there were no no job offers for <laughs> obvious reasons, but that's good. So you can really adapt that to fit, and then it can just sort of grow as it grows. I find it so much easier to blog when you're not in college, because college is so much like written work, you know? Mm -hmm. That was how I felt about it. Yeah. So how are you handling blogging while you're in college? Speaking of that schedule, like how do you do both? 
Mm-hmm. So it was pretty tough last semester. Mm-hmm. I think last semester was my first semester blogging at the same time. So at the beginning of the semester, it was fine. You know, I was pretty much. It was still a diary at that point. So there wasn't much work put into it. But after I started doing research and I decided to take it seriously and I, I had to do research about SEO and mm-hmm. Pinterest and all of that stuff, I actually started optimizing my posts and writing things that people actually want to read. Yeah. And it, it got a lot harder, to be honest. Yeah, um, it's so much work, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> Behind the night, scenes. I'm a night owl, so I would stay up sometimes till like 3 in the morning oh on Pinterest gosh. and stuff like that. You are dedicated. But then, yeah, I actually really love <sighs> blogging, so I don't mind. But what was funny was I actually preferred to do blogging over my schoolwork. Oh my gosh. But, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that I makes sense. Done. <laughs> I got it done, but I, I was like, I would rather blog, to be honest. But when finals time came around, I honestly didn't have any time to blog. Like, I was off blogging and Pinterest for about three weeks because mm-hmm. I had to study and write so many papers. And my traffic dropped. Like, yeah. it was ridiculous. That's the issue. It's so hard. If you don't have new content, like, pretty frequently, you'll you'll sort of lose. Especially on Pinterest. you got to be so yeah. active. Pinterest takes a lot of well I recently started using Tailwind and it's been a lifesaver but even with Pinterest too I feel like the like it's always changing the algorithm is always changing and Mm -hmm. you have to be on top of it and that can be a little hard when you're in college too but I've actually started investing in some courses and I'm planning on getting Pinteresting strategies later today so hopefully that helps because so far I feel like that's the best thing I could do versus hours is. and hours of research. Yeah, rather that's just, a good idea, especially yeah. for crunch for time. Also, just Pinterest in general, it's such a big investment like of time because I use Tailwind too, but I still mm-hmm. feel like I spend hours each week setting up Tailwind. And I also run yeah. multiple accounts, so I guess that also adds to it. But still, it takes so much time. Now they have new features. They always have new features on Tailwind. Like they just did Smart Loop, which I really like. Yeah. But I keep having to play with it to like make it work right because I'm still yeah. figuring it out. That's taking hours. And then I still manually pin. Like I know that's crazy to say manually pin, but like I still do that because <laughs> I feel like that works better. I don't know. I'm always like maybe Pinterest knows that I'm like gaming the system. So I always yeah. go in and do it on my phone. I thought about that because I've, always use tailwind and it's definitely helped my traffic but recently i started manually pinning pinning more and creating boards and stuff Mm -hmm. and i my traffic was going up by like eight thousand views per day yeah i'm telling you it knows yeah (laughs) i think it it does know because i i see a difference too yeah but it just takes so much time too because i try to like read some of the content before i repin it 
and some some of it like the links are broken and oh, stuff or like they that. They don't have a description or like yeah. something weird is wrong with it. I hate that. I just delete yeah. it immediately because that's too much work. <laughs> I actually don't usually read through them. I I'm the worst. Like I I just don't care. <laughs> it's so bad, but I don't. Um, I I just can't. Sometimes I will if it looks really good, but usually I'm yeah. just like, mm. I mean, it works. Yeah. It has a link. <laughs> good enough um but I try to like only pin from people I know usually that helps if it's like a blogger I'm familiar with yeah, I'll be like okay it's probably fine that's yeah. just what I take from I that. don't read everything because realistically speaking I'm just not gonna do that that's yeah. too much it's <laughs> a lot of but reading. you would learn a it's, lot it's though. too much <laughs> as yes yeah, not for me <laughs> not all the time that's a lot but good goal to read some of yeah. it is probably a good idea um but yeah so what's working for you on pinterest like let's talk some strategies so you're using tailwind what mm-hmm. specifically works for you do you use tribes yeah i use i use well to be honest i don't have the tribes power up yet oh i don't so... use the power up either honestly yeah, some people people have been raving about it, but sure I don't have that. I just for me, I just use the ones it gives you, and that's been yeah. fine. Like I don't know, I I have such a hard time getting in tribes. I don't know if me I too. look spammy or something, but like I <laughs> no one. I just got in one yesterday. I have a second blog which is about Disney travel, which is so lame. Like every time I mention it, I have to tell people this is really lame because I feel it's like it's lame. Cool. But it's like there's no like adult Disney boards really. So like I'm trying mm-hmm. to hit that market it's going really well because of tailwind but the issue is all these disney boards like won't let me in on their tailwind <laughs> tribes and i just got in one yesterday i applied to 20 i kid you wow. not 20 with like personalized messages and like these people won't let me in and it's so weird and so i don't know why and i have the same problem with my main blog samantha ability as well and it's mm-hmm. so stressful i don't know what they want from me no, I completely agree. I applied for a couple when I just started using Tailwind around two or three months ago. And I still haven't heard back from them. Oh, me neither. So, I have like a, yeah. a 20 on my like queue that's like, mm, you want to apply again? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what did I, I do honestly, wrong? I only have, I'm only in one college Tailwind tribe because something just clicked that maybe I should actually get on more college blogs the college the ones general are amazing ones. get out of the general ones nothing happens yeah definitely but the college ones I actually have been getting a lot of repins for my personal growth content in oh, the general yeah. ones that but probably happen. it's def- it's obviously not for college because it's that's not the right demographic yeah but yeah I'm just struggling to like find tribes and stuff but I I think (laughs) I think I think my Pinterest success so far is basically because of my actual pins itself in the group boards oh yeah what's what's happening there so I joined a bunch of group boards I don't have that many but I joined a bunch of them and I pretty much create about at least five pins per post Yes, oh my gosh, I do titles. this too. Some people think I'm crazy when I tell them I no, make it like works. it's the only thing that works. It works. I will it works. root for this forever. Like every new post I do, I will make several because you never know what's gonna like take exactly. off. Exactly. People click exactly. on the most random stuff sometimes. <laughs> all when I just started, all the initial posts I make, they are like no repins. And then 
I started doing the whole AV testing with the multiple mm-hmm. pins. And then the ones I always thought that would probably flop, they, they always viral. work. I know. This is the like, weird, like, weird rule of Pinterest is it's never what you would expect. Exactly. Like, one of my pins got, like, over 70,000 impressions and thousands of clicks and stuff and I was like that's the pin that made it really (laughs) for me that picture is for oh god it's like one of my first posts and it it's literally a picture of my disgusting fridge in college and it's like (laughs) surviving without a meal plan in college and it's literally the grossest photo I don't know where I found this font like the picture's blurry I took it with like my really old iPhone it's horrible and it's the one that has done the best so (laughs) I don't know, but... (laughs) Exactly, you never know. That's why I always create a bunch and I use different titles. Like, instead of just trying to shove everything in one, Mm -hmm. like, I'll spread it out and use a bunch of different pins and then schedule all of those to, like, my group boards. Yeah, and and... when you have multiple of the same one, you can schedule it, like, a lot more. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Without looking super spammy. (laughs) It's so true, because if it's the same one, you you can't really post it that much, because it'll exactly. look like you're a weirdo, so you have to, t- like, really have different ones. I even give them different names sometimes, like, Me the too. text on Me them too. to see if one, because sometimes one will, like, really work, and then sometimes they, like, won't like a certain word, and I'll be like, okay, well, yeah. I just won't use that again, that's weird. I have this all the time. Yes, I even go back and I edit old posts, and I make new ones for it. It's so much Yeah, fun. I do the same thing. It's it's Honestly, I went through yesterday and I deleted a lot of my old posts because it was basically the diary part of my blogging mm-hmm. journey. And I realized that I could... So I actually read a, a blog post about what you just said about revamping old posts. Mm-hmm. And that never occurred to me. And then I did it and it's getting a lot more traffic now. Because it's not just, oh, hey, this is how my day went. You know, it's actually helping people now. So yeah. that's one of the things I learned. I can't, it's not, it's definitely not a diary. Like, people don't care about. Yeah, I know. It sounds so hard to say that. You're me. like, no one cares about you. But it's true. Like, you could integrate a story or, like, your mm-hmm. personality into other posts, which I think you definitely need to do. But yeah. if it's just like, this is what I did today. I ate pancakes and then, like, I went right. to class. Like, no one cares. Um, maybe they would care if you were doing like some travel diary or something like yeah. more specific to that. But otherwise, no one really wants to hear a play-by-play of like your day and your feelings unless it really applies to someone else. It's hard to take that news sometimes. Yeah, it, it, it was hard. I was like, wow, I'm the only person looking at my post. <laughs> I do find that sometimes you can get away with that on Instagram, though. If you want to be like, yeah. this is more of what I did today, you, that's like the place to do it. Because there yeah. I would be more interested. But like on the blog, I'm not going to go look up a blog just to see like, oh, I can't wait to see what she did today. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you were doing something really cool, I probably yeah, I I completely agree. <laughs> I learned that the hard way. Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, so true about revising old posts because sometimes you can... Well, first you'll revise them and you'll realize they're horrible. And then yeah. you're so embarrassed and you have to change everything about it. And that's a lot of work. But also they rank better on SEO when you go back and edit old posts because um, they've been around longer. They have more yeah. weight. So definitely has that benefit. You should also go back in your old posts and um, add links to your new posts. 
Just yeah, like, I did all of that. I hate it took doing a that. Lot it takes of forever. It took forever. I, I, I hate it. I have over 100 posts, so like it rarely happens. Oh, but wow. Every once in a while, I will do it, but it's the worst. So I hate that. But yeah, so you're doing Pinterest. Clearly, you're doing pretty well. You posted that one blog post I read through recently where you talked about how you got to like 100K um, mm-hmm. views on Pinterest. It sounds like how long did that take you? I, it took me about three weeks, a little over three weeks. Yeah, that's that's really good. That's how fast I'm growing my Disney blog, but I've been on Pinterest for a long time. So, like, that's that's very fast. So, that's amazing. Yeah, I literally got 50,000 in two weeks with oh, wow. Tailwind. That yes. was amazing. I almost dropped my phone when I saw it. Because <laughs> like, it was just fake? growing by, like, thousands every single day. I was shocked. Well, it but sounds like you have a good strategy. My honest goal is to get in the millions cuz I don't know how people do it. That's why I'm buying I'm in the, the millions. Course. Yes, I know it sounds like <laughs> oh my god, how does she do it? I don't know. It's just I've been there for a long time. <laughs> because a lot of the posts I read say, you know, join group boards, I love group boards, but I've seen people with like 3 million views on Pinterest, but they only have their boards. So I was like, I don't know what how that's is happening. the truth? I don't know about that. I'm in group boards, but I try to join them sparingly because I don't want to join too many. You can tell when some of them aren't very successful if they don't have yeah. many like repins. Like I won't bother with that. Um, I have some, mostly my college ones do the best and I still post in those even though, well, most of my content is college. So I guess I'm getting views from that. But I try to diversify, but it's hard. It's hard, but I really, ugh, I'm torn about group boards because I don't know. But you need them, though. So I don't understand how you can't have them and find success. Like, I'm not understanding that. But I do have no. a million. A million on my Samantha Ability one. But it does fluctuate. But I don't know. I don't... I really don't know. Why yeah, and the thing about group boards, people take two years to reply if they reply at all. I know. So... I have a waiting list on those, two. Yes. I literally But it's not Excel as bad as the tribes. I have a spreadsheet. I did the same <laughs> thing because I was like I I can't like keep applying. I had to yeah. find people on Facebook to get wow, into some no. of them. I was dedicated. I was like you're not going to respond to me on here. Well, I'm going to find you somewhere else. What I noticed was that if they don't have an email in the description for the group board, I honestly don't even waste my time because I've messaged a bunch of people on Pinterest and I thought, oh, well, it's on Pinterest. They're going to see it. No, it's been months for some of them. because they probably never look at Pinterest. Plus, Pinterest sort of hides your notifications sometimes. Like, you don't see the messages right away. That's true. So it's sort of like I've definitely gotten messages that I have not checked for, like, months and then I respond later and it's weird. But I don't host any group boards for this reason because it's it's too much work. But I don't want to deal with that. But, um... I also, I like them when they have a Googled form. Sometimes they have a Google form. That yeah. or an email is the way to go. I agree with you. It's not really worth, like, finding people. Although I really wanted to be in this one group board. And I, he <laughs> I didn't agree. accept me. He did not accept me. And I have his Facebook message now. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen with that. But I do have a spreadsheet as well. I, I did find it easier to get in group boards than to get into tribes on Tailwind. I don't know what's up with yes, those. The, yeah, me too. I, I don't know if it's some kind of click or something, but it's so hard to get into right? those. It's like some club. I don't know. And they have like random bloggers in it sometimes. So I don't know what the standards are. Yeah, so I don't get it. I've seen people in group boards with 
personal Pinterest profiles. Like, yeah, they don't like even have business anyone. accounts. Yes, and they're and just like, like posting really random photos. My message. I know. <laughs> I get like, so frustrated. That makes me so angry. I don't know what's going on. So I think it's a conspiracy, so I don't get it. I agree. I agree. <laughs> That's the worst. I'm glad I'm not the only one with that problem. I thought it was just me who's like no, not I getting agree. ignored on all of these platforms. It's messed up. So if you're it listening is. to this and you're not if you're not reading your Tailwind Tribe messages, <laughs> you need to get on that because people are waiting. That's so annoying. Please. <laughs> So you're building traffic through that. So are you monetizing? I am currently monetizing through ads. One of my goals is to get Mediavine because I know that's way, yeah, (laughs) that's one of my goals. But um, right now I'm just using AdSense. I tried media.net that some people were talking about is absolute garbage. It It does nothing. I used to be on one called... I don't even remember what it was called, but they scammed me out of $600. Well, they didn't <gasps> scam me. Here's, wow. It was a big media company, and I knew other bloggers were using it. We all got burned. This company wow. like took forever to sign up with. I got it all set up. It was sort of annoying ads, too. Like They, weren't, they didn't work very well most of the time. Mm. And then they do this thing with most bloggers, payments or freelancing. It's usually net 90, so you don't get paid till 90 days after yeah everything so my 90 days were about to come up and i was due for like 600 bucks which was a lot of money and then and then the company like went bankrupt overnight and they like took everyone and they held everyone's money hostage and like did nothing and all these people hired lawyers and it's like became a thing and it wasn't just me obviously like thousands of bloggers worked with them and didn't get their money like some way more than me but it was so annoying and then i was like well i don't want to use an advertiser anymore so it took me forever to find a good one but i love mediafine and i don't think they're gonna go bankrupt overnight so i hope not (laughs) so i love them but they they are more picky but when you get there it's great because you'll make so much more than with um google adsense but google adsense isn't bad you just have to like really figure it out they don't make it very easy yeah it's it took me forever at first because i didn't realize that my old blog that i refused to delete (laughs) i took some of the posts there because my blog was originally on blogger Uh so when i migrated it was saying basically that i was stealing content or something i was like what are you talking about this is my these are my personal uh-huh. thoughts who am i stealing yeah, from? you're stealing your journal entries. <laughs> <laughs> so when i deleted that it worked and when it was my when i was just writing about my day and my diary and stuff like that i wasn't i pretty much wasn't making anything but ever since i started getting more traffic through pinterest i make it's not like a thousand dollars yet mm-hmm. but I wake up and I check it at like nine in the morning and it'll be like, you made 70 cents already. And And I was like, like, that's nice. I'm rich. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, those are nice. I don't like AdSense though because they don't let you withdraw until you get to like a hundred. And it took me months to get to a hundred. It took forever. But when I got there, it was amazing. (laughs) My goal is to keep it till I get a hundred and then hopefully I'll qualify for Mediavine and then I'll just remove all the adsense ads because honestly it's not worth it well if you're on pinterest this much you're eventually going to get there um probably pretty soon um, yeah hopefully you need twenty five thousand a month i think to qualify and I yeah think that's it um 
but it's pretty easy after that. So hopefully you'll get there soon, but I'm sure you will. And then, so you're using ads. Are you using like affiliate links, anything else? Yeah, I'm using affiliate links for a few products that I love, like Tailwind, for example, yes. because it's just been my life. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, I want to sign up for more companies that kind of helps college students more because Tailwind is about blogging. Yeah. And I do post blogging tips on my blog, but I don't want to do blogging stuff too much. Yeah, blog that's about not blogging. Cool. Yeah, I don't I don't want to do that. But I feel like that honestly has the most opportunities when it comes to affiliate links. Yeah. But but the, I, I found some good college ones too, you'd be surprised. Um a lot of them will end up reaching out to you once you get a lot of traffic. They really will just spam your email and be like, "You want to put I'm this affiliate link?" <laughs> yeah, you get excited at first and then it's too much and you're like, "I don't know about this." And then it gets yeah. weird. I get a lot of them from like textbook companies. Um mm. That would be the biggest one, but there are definitely others that are usually yeah. willing to partner with college students. You can also do, I don't know, I did swag bucks. I actually make a lot of money through swag bucks. Um, yeah, and I, I bought a. Yeah, I want to try it out um, before I recommend it because like, I want to know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it definitely helps I, when you know what you're talking about. I know my mom uses Ibotta and she's made money from that. So I know it works. Yeah, I just I haven't used it like for Ibotta. myself. It's pretty cool. It's really yeah, easy. but I did Ebates because Ebates. I absolutely love Ebates. I swear by Ebates, and I wrote a post about how to use it, and a couple people signed up using my link. So there you know, you I'm go. just waiting yes. for that money. Yep, just waiting for it to qualify. But and as for like sponsored pro- posts and products, mm-hmm. um, for sponsored posts, like I said, I just have to like find what companies and the thing is i'm also graduating too so if i don't find college now eventually it's gonna have to be for the second part of my blog because i won't be in college anymore the college niche is great for working with brands i don't have it anymore and i'm sad about it because (laughs) that was there was a lot of money there and there isn't very much for like post-grad but i feel like there will be soon because there didn't used to be any for for college, and then like suddenly these brands realized this was a big market, and then I think they're gonna realize the same thing for like young professionals. Oh my god, I've worked with so many brands. Um, that sounds like a brag. Wow, I take it back. Um, I've worked with no, that's good. <laughs> I worked, sounded really crappy the way I said it. Um, Amazon Prime. I've worked with them twice. Um, oh god, so many. Uh, Bed Bath and Beyond. Uh, oh yeah. God, I don't even know. This is horrible. Some. Uh, like a lot of tech products, like um, digital notebooks, which sounds weird, but it's a thing. Um, wow, this is great. <laughs> I clearly really partnered with these brands. Um, I, lo- I really liked a lot of the ones I worked with, but now I, I don't know any of them. Oh, Dunkin' Donuts. That was my favorite. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Oh, my God. That was the best one. Um, <laughs> I play favorites. That one was my favorite. HBO. Um, really? College Fashion Look Week. At H- HBO, HBO, they have a college membership. It was new oh. for their HBO Now. Like, you can get a discounted college membership. This was very exciting. It was new. It was, like, last year. I didn't even know they offered this. It was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so I loved working with them. Uh, they that is cool. Yeah, they sent, like, a wonderful box that I still have in my closet with, like, all kinds of fun stuff in it. It was so nice. But they were wonderful. And... 
those were the biggest brands I've worked with, but I've worked with a lot of smaller ones too that are also, I actually prefer to partner with smaller brands because they give you way more flexibility usually. They like let you do what you want, which is good. Uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, so I like working with smaller ones, but now I'm having a much harder time because I don't talk about college anymore. Although some of them have reached out and been like, oh, you want to talk about college? And I have to be like, no, even though I yeah. It's hard to stick with your niche when you're, like, not really sure where you are in life. Yeah, well, you could do something with Disney. I know. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that Disney money, but it's (laughs) going to take some time because I'm just starting that blog. I have, like, five blog posts on there, but I'm really obsessively Pinteresting it, so. How do you manage two blogs? I manage more than two blogs, so it's the worst. Um, It's hard. I actually don't post on Samanthability ever, first of all. Um, (laughs) That's the (laughs) first thing. I post maybe once a month, which is fine at this point because I'm not new. If you're new, you need to post all the time. Because you're, yeah, it's the worst. You have to build up like all this content. But now that I have like hundreds of posts, I just like don't. I post every once in a while and then. I try to post on my Disney blog two to three times a week, but I write really fast because I write all day. Like, that's my job. So Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I I bang them out really quick. And then I don't write on my other blogs very much. So that's why. And then I write for clients all day. So I guess I'm used to picking random topics and just making it up. So I guess that works. (laughs) Just making it up for like 800 words and that's it. It's yeah, cause I thought about starting another blog to a travel blog because mm-hmm. I traveled, I think, 10 times last year. Oh, wow. And yeah, I took here. pictures and stuff and I had it on my site. But then I thought that I'm kind of all over the place because, yes, you know, college. It is hard. You have to sort of tick one. That's why I opened the new one. Because yeah. I, I didn't want to, like, overlap too much. You can a little bit when it's, like, college and post-grad life because those go together pretty well. But, yeah, yeah, it's hard with travel. You can always start really narrow and, like, widen it up. But it's hard to manage multiple blogs. Yeah, I'm struggling with this one. Yeah, build this one and then you can build your travel empire. Yeah, that's that's the plan. <laughs> that's a good for plan. For 2019. <laughs> that's a good one. So what are your goals now? So we talked about your career goals. You have this job lined up because you're super smart. And so how, what are your blogging goals beyond just like driving traffic? So I definitely want to monetize it and make more money. I want it to be a legit side hustle. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's where Mediavine comes in and actually create a strategy for things like sponsored posts and affiliate links. Because I took, making sense of affiliate marketing Mm -hmm. and so I learned a lot about how to use the links better so it's basically coming up with a strategy for monetizing my site more and I in terms of Pinterest I really want to get to that million that million views category on Pinterest (laughs) like you're already at a hundred thousand like you're close it it seems farther away it's than not. it is. It'll, but... <laughs> jo- it'll jump so fast. Like, it's weird like that. <laughs> it definitely will. So what would your biggest tip be for a new blogger right now? My biggest tip for a new blogger? 
basically what I said a while ago about nobody cares about you. That's harsh but true. Honestly, I think that tip is so underrated because I think when you start a new blog, it's very tempting to like make it a diary almost. But I think I don't think new bloggers realize that you have to make sure you're adding value to your readers. Yes. Like it can't just be this is my day or even if it's a great story. If you learn something new today and you want to blog about that, add some tips for your audience at the end of it. You know, like don't make it just about you. That's a one way to actually get people to engage with your content. Yeah, I think I see that so much, not even just with new bloggers, but it's like people will do, I'm not trying to drag anyone, but people will do (laughs) posts that are like, uh, what I learned this month, or like, what I'm looking forward to in like 2019. (laughs) And I think that's fine. But like, integrate that into something like more significant. That like, because I don't care what what you're gonna do in 2019. (laughs) Me neither. It doesn't matter to me. So like, how does maybe like my goals for 2019 and a guide for setting your own goals. Like that's sort of cliche, but it would work. Like that makes it more about your readers and less about you while you can still talk about yourself. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. I, it annoys me too, but I see people, I think people think that it has to always be about them, but it doesn't. Yeah. Um, I think if you just, if you learn something that you think a lot of people could benefit from, then yeah, you could, put that but then make sure you give actionable advice Mm -hmm. on the topic not just a summary of what you learned you know yeah and I think it's such a sign of like an experienced writer who's able to like bring their own personality and story into a regular post whenever I see like a well-written post that bring ties in like the personal story into something more actionable I'm like wow they really got it together so I think that's the way to go and it does take time to learn that I think everyone has to go through an awkward journaling phase to get to the other side yeah and I think for me too especially when I just started I read all these posts that kind of made people seem like they were an expert and I guess what I'm trying to say it basically lacked personality so for me personally, I'm a very sarcastic person. Oh, me and too. I'm extremely sarcastic. And my sense of humor, I, I guess, it's like I have a dark sense of humor oh, that I think too. most people probably won't get. I feel like I so, can't be myself all the time. Me too. Because <laughs> I'm like, this doesn't really fit with like the usual like bubbly blogger persona. But like I'm trying exactly. to just be whatever at this point. Because I don't know. Like, yeah, I am not for everyone. I think that's all right. I agree. Like you don't that's... have to be for everyone. I've actually said that before. I said I'm not for everyone. My sense of humor isn't for everyone because I see bloggers all bubbly and stuff, and there's nothing wrong with that. I actually like when their personality shines through yeah, a post. Yeah, too. Even if yeah, even if it's not me personally, I can be like, yeah. well, like that's at least something in- real. Instead of just a bunch of bullet points on hey, do this because I'm an expert. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, I'm just like. Sometimes it's harder to get my personality out there because I'm just like, okay, will people get this joke? Yes, okay, I do that too. But <laughs> let me tell you, you just do it. You just go for it because the more I've been going for it with like the very dark sarcasm, like the better the results have been in my opinion. Like I've gotten so much better feedback and I think it's because mm-hmm. people know you're being like authentic. I mean, don't go off the deep end. Like there, there yeah, needs to be yeah. some kind of border. I think it's tricky when you have like a really 
dark sense of humor to tone it down because it doesn't always translate yeah. as well. I try to let it out more like in a podcast because you can hear me saying it. So it's not, yeah, as, it's not as like, oof, what is she really writing? But um, definitely yeah. do it in your posts because I think it's funny, first of all, and I, I like it, <laughs> but I think a lot of people do like it. And I think there's an underserved audience of people who like don't really relate to this overly bubbly, overly yeah. optimistic, like the glass is always half full, like, no, I'm a very negative person. <laughs> I say that all the time on this podcast, but it's true. And you probably think I'm joking, but I'm not. I'm a very <laughs> negative person. I like to find the what's wrong in this situation like don't come to me for positive advice so but I think that's okay like this is an underserved audience so everyone should be thankful yeah I'm definitely showing my sarcasm more in my posts and mm -hmm. I plan to do that even more because the bubbly stuff just honestly isn't working out for me <laughs> it didn't work for I me just, either just, I felt so fake like I would write it and I'd be like I should just delete this whole thing right now <laughs> I'm always like, who was this? And I've, I've even right. had family members read it. They're like, I don't know who that was. Like, are you sure that was you? Because, like, it doesn't read like me. And that's unfortunate. And I'm glad I've outgrown it. But I think a lot of bloggers have this. And I wonder if that's why they always seem so bubbly. Because no one can be that positive all of the time. Right. I think no they're one. faking it. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, I just prefer when people are more authentic so I'm trying to do that myself especially while I don't have that many posts so you know it's not like like I'm just trying to make that the standard from here moving forward so when you read my post it's not oh hey guys you know whatever oh my god it's when like, I hear hey guys I cringe sarcasm. so much <laughs> <laughs> I can't every single vlogger on Instagram stories starts with hey guys and I'm just over it like who says this nobody right <laughs> right like I've had my own experiences where I typed that and I was like hey oh guys. my god no <laughs> yeah so honestly so honestly moving forward I'm not gonna be doing that no if it's somewhere on my hey blog guys. that's too bad everyone go through her blog right now no the hey guys <laughs> <laughs> send it to her <laughs> I hate hey guys I don't know I don't know I get it that it's like just a way to say hello but it's it's overdone yeah I, honestly I'm just I'm over it at this point and I'm not going to be doing that moving forward. I'm going to be more sarcastic in my post. I have to posts. go check and make sure I haven't said, hey, guys. I've, I've probably said it. Now I'm going <laughs> to regret <laughs> ranting about, hey, guys, so much. It was just like really hit the tipping point today because I heard several people <laughs> saying it and I'm tired. I'll go read your about me section if I see it. I'll I know like, it's well, not well, on well. there. It's not on there. I know well, it's well, not. Well. <laughs> there was a typo on there. So many typos on there. And I've had like college professors email me and be like, wow. I know you're an English major, so I wanted to let you know. <laughs> and I'm like, please stop. And it's just wow. sad. I know. So now I have Grammarly and everything. I'm just, I can't. Yeah, me too. But uh, there's no Grammarly hey is a lifesaver. I pay for Grammarly. I, I'm big in Grammarly land. Um, I realized that my school had it free for us. What? So I've been using it for two years now. And it's honestly the best thing ever. Isn't it free for everyone? I don't. Well, there's Unless a free version. The, yeah. The, you might have the paid version for free. Which yeah. Which is a good deal. Yeah. I wait for the discounts. <laughs> it's worth it, though. It is. It's my favorite thing. But yep. 
That was a good tangent. So let everyone know where they can find <laughs> you. <laughs> you guys can find me at, oh my God, I just said you guys. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is not okay. It's <laughs> just not okay at all. Just delete that. Delete <laughs> gotta that from leave your it memories. now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So you can follow my blog. Subscribe to my list at themetamorphosis.com. There, well, .net actually. Wow, look at this. So it's <laughs> themetamorphosis.net.com was taken. Oh, I hate so, that. So yeah, I'm working on a lot of new content for college, and I will definitely be writing more content about adulthood when I get to that point. Whatever that means. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed listening to Sensi's story. I know I did. And check out her blog. Check out my blog. <laughs> check out offbeatgrad.com, which I'm actually updating now. So, you know, your girl is following her New Year's resolution and getting stuff done. So check that out. Check out my Instagram, Samantha Ability. And I'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>